Good evening. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing much better compared to how I was about two, three days ago. Uh-oh. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Is everything yes, good? At, oh, it is perfect. Your voice is coming in as sexy as ever. Thank you. Sexy as ever. How, how has your week been? My week has been great. Yeah, nice week. Uh, well, <laughs> tell us about the week. What, what, what happened this week in the life of the iconic Sarah J? <laughs> um, so last night I went out with my roommate to dinner and then we went to um, a great Gatsby theme party. Ooh. That was super fun. I've never been to a great Gatsby theme party before. So dressing up oh, like Flapper and stuff was great. Oh my God. I bet you were looking fantastic too. I kind of was. <laughs> I kind of, I'll be honest, we kind of killed it. Like we we did, we put our effort into it and made it happen, you know? They, they, had, they had the big bands and everything? They did. Like with like a, a male vocalist, like a crooner, mm. I guess you would call it from that era. And um, oh then they God. had like aerialists, like aerial shows, and um, mm -hmm. they had like some burlesque dancers and stuff like that. It was it was definitely entertaining. We had a nice time. Yeah, I always liked the nineteen twenties. Yeah, just because of the just the the big band era, the suits, yeah. the lingo, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like the fact real that, like everything was illegal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that kind of makes it like a naughty time. <laughs> oh my god, it' very naughty, you know. Yeah. And 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 on top of that, also I just love like the 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 mafia back in the day and stuff. Cause I'm a huge mafia buff, mm. so we talking about Lucky Luciano, the Five Families, and all mm. that. You have know. you ever been to the Mob Museum in Vegas? No, I have not. Oh, I've heard man. about. That's probably one of my favorite museums. You should go check that out if you like the mafia. Oh yes, I'm a huge. Who, who's your favorite mafia mafioso? Mm, I don't know if I have a favorite to be honest with you. I just like the whole concept of the mafia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like. The, I I know that sounds maybe that sounds naughty, but um, I like the idea of like organized crime that like is like yeah. very organized. You know, like let us govern ourselves. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's crazy how these. These men who had no primal education whatsoever mm -hmm. was making millions For as sure. if they was businessmen, you know, and they were businessmen. They just was a different type of business. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, um, I feel like a lot of the I mean, maybe not killing people and stuff, but a lot yeah. of the rackets and the business um uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like methods that they came up with, I think they're still used today, even in like regular mm -hmm. business. You know, a lot of yeah. a lot of businesses look towards the mafia and how to like, you know, get monopolies and get like strongholds in certain industries and stuff like that. I don't know. I think there's a lot to be learned there. And it's just like fascinating to me in general that, you know, the mafia exists, period. Yeah, and then even it's funny to even see what porn looked like back then because mm -hmm. it's just funny when I see some like the old porn videos, I'd be like, God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it was definitely 1920. I can tell you that. Yeah, you know, and then like when you go, when you think about the mafia from like, you know, back in the day, and then you think mm -hmm. about like things now, there's still mafia. 
You know, we yeah. still have American mafia. There's Russian mafia, Mexican mafia. There's still mafia mm-hmm. out there. And I just think they're getting better and better at like, you know, disguising themselves as businessmen. Well, shoot, from from watching uh, God, I can't think of his name, Michael Williams, his documentary on um, Vice. I've been catching mm-hmm. up with that. Yeah, the scamming is 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 the thing. Uh, so the mafia, I'm pretty sure, has they had all into that shit because that Bitcoin and mm-hmm. and the scams that they're doing nowadays. I was sitting there like totally blown the fuck yep. away. I'm like, the mafia would have loved this damn it. <laughs> you know, I live in Miami and um, I look a- across the way at the skyline of uh-huh. the city, and I've been here 15 years, and the skyline has probably probably increased five times and I can't help mm-hmm. but think that like most of these apartment buildings and stuff are somehow yeah. related to you know crime drugs oh like, yeah you know mafia like I feel like there are a lot of times like the like building and construction that seems like it would be a great way to like wander some money you know so oh, yeah. I look around our city and or my city and I think like this is all like run by some kind of mafia, like whether it's the Russian mafia or you know the Cuban mafia or, or, or the, the cartels or all that. Yeah. yeah, same thing, cartel, same shit. Yeah. mafia. Cause it's crazy. It went from mafia to nasty cartels. Yeah. <laughs> so he went from Italians to to now south of the border, dominating. Yeah, everything. I think the Italians are still doing their thing, but I, I just yeah. feel like. They're they run corporations now, you know. Yeah, they they became more legit and figure out a way to legitimize it to where it can disguise uh-huh. it easier. Totally, you know, to me. So I I love it. But look, let me do these particulars. We can get this thing on the road, sexy. Okay. Sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Arvin, Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my music link, my porn links, and my social media links, all with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. And I got to shout out two wonderful sponsors that we have now. The first one, y'all already know what it is. The Facebook LS community, I'm talking about LSworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile and start your journey to the life of King. And the other one is eroticismmagazine.com. Go there today. Get a monthly subscription. You can give it, get it paperback or get it digital. And you get to see the sexiest ladies from around the world do some freaky stuff in that magazine. So go to eroticismmagazine.com and get yourself a subscription today and enjoy freakiness from around the world. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. We're talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience some shopping. As you get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black retailers and shops selling their products directly for you. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, so create generational wealth. And I also got to tell you about the newest spot that we're now in, the newest smoke spot. I'm talking about Skyhawk After Dark. TV.com. Go there today and listen to me on the radio station or go to my personal page and listen to the podcast itself. Now, with that being said, I'm about to shut up and let this lady reintroduce herself. Go ahead. Well, thank you. Um, I'm Sarah J. You uh, may have seen me in some of your favorite adult films, or you might know me from social media, YouTube. 
you know, I do I do some things. I got a CBD line, all that stuff. Been in the oh, adult yeah. industry for over uh, 20 years, I guess. Now it's kind of approaching 22 years, you know? Yes. And she's a, a Hall of Famer, a legend, the queen of interracial, a boss. <laughs> she's, I mean, dude, they had a gap machine hitting her 20 years, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. And so, uh, so last year, sum up your last, sum up 2021, 20, sum it up for us, how your <laughs> last year was for you. You know, in order to sum up 2021, I feel like I need to like recap 2020. Like mm. 2020 was um, really a interesting year for me, just had me thinking in different directions and different ways and, um, yeah, so 2021 was about like, you know, how I'm going to use these different thoughts and, um, mm -hmm. you know, readjust my life to mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, kind of facilitate some of these things that I want to do and some of um, the feelings that I've experienced. And so I feel like 2022 is like execution, pow mm -hmm. you know it was like 2020 was like ooh, new thoughts okay 2021 mm -hmm. is like make a plan 2022 mm -hmm. is like execute mm -hmm. yeah because a lot of people had to pivot you know yeah. even with even with my my ass my old ass when i retired i had to <laughs> pivot and start doing podcasting you know sure. and it's kind of like you want to one of the things that, that I think people had to learn is that you had to expand your brand. And it made yeah. people expand their brand by the way, not only by the pandemic, but OnlyFans, and just all these new sites, uh, what's going with MasterCard and Visa. It made people really expand to try to do different things. Even the point that I'm seeing a lot of people starting to start their own podcast. Yeah, You know, period. You so, know, shoot. Go ahead. I, I totally agree with you. Um, you know, the pivot, pivot is the word of 2020 for sure. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, for me, I feel like we were already doing all these things, all these channels and stuff. Like I already mm -hmm. had everything kind of in place, but then, um, you, you get to see the, the fruits of all your work, you know, when everybody's mm -hmm. at home and everybody is getting online and, um, you can really kind of like just put some solid effort towards all the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 2021 is like, okay, I've did it. I've done it. Like, mm -hmm. what do I want to do now? You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the world is mine. Like I, it, like I got, I got all the options in the world, you mm -hmm. know, like, so, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then in 2021, it's like, okay, what, What's serving me? What's not serving me? A lot of evaluating happened for me during 2021 and like self-evaluation, mm -hmm. you know, like, mm -hmm. what do I like to do? What don't I like to do? Why, why, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Um, so, um, yeah, I feel like 2022 is going to be like acting on all those, you know, thoughts and feelings. Almost mm -hmm. well, definitely. So now I know that which, of course, we got to talk about Omicron, what's going on with all this, because, I mean, even my ass, that after two years of avoiding this shit, I, done act, I finally contracted it after a while. You and me both. I went the whole time uh, without nothing, and then Omni got me. 
It, it just like it came from out of nowhere. It what what pissed me off. I got mine for my job, so you know, <laughs> I didn't I, even get it from traveling. I got it for the damn job. I didn't get it from traveling either, but I'll be honest. Like I'm pretty sure I know where I got it because I don't really go out a whole lot, and mm. um, I went I, I I went out the first week end of December. We have a mm -hmm. thing here called Art Basel, and it's mm -hmm. amazing. Like all this art comes into the city. It's one of my favorite times of the year in Miami. And 2020, I, you know, they had a very, I don't even think they had it, to be honest with you. So I was really excited. I was like, oh, Art Basel's coming, and apparently it's going to be a thing, and we're going to go do stuff. And I was really mm -hmm. hyped up about it. I wore my mask the whole time. I was, like, washing my hands. I had my hand sanitizer. I swear to God, I'm going to be the last person on this planet to wear a mask because I really enjoy wearing <laughs> my mask. You know, like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm be honest with you. Like, I actually enjoy wearing my mask. Um, so I do make an effort to wear it, and I still got mm -hmm. the shit. I still got it. Yeah. It, it, it made me feel <laughs> terrible as hell because I'm like, I'm like the most cautious motherfucker on the planet. And yeah. my ass, it don't catch me. Yeah. And I was like, man, come the fuck on, man. It can't <laughs> Exactly. And it put me oh down for a couple of days, too. Oh, yeah. I slept you know, like three um, days strong. I feel like with me, it didn't really affect me horribly, but the fatigue yes. was out of control. Yeah. And like, I mean, if you're too tired to feed yourself, that could mm. be a problem. You know? <laughs> I'm look. I'm sitting here with like three episodes that I had to, you know, edit. It took me four days to get to it because that's how fatigued I was. It was like I yeah. couldn't even get out the bed hardly. Texting you know, people bro. was like, like I had like a, a copy, copy and paste reply to people. I'm like, I've got COVID. <laughs> hit you in a week. You know, like people were just yeah. getting that message over and over again because it's like I can't even type that out like I'm too tired <laughs> I lost yeah, 12 but... pounds I lost 12 pounds the first week because I just couldn't mm. bring myself to eat food I was tired oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's just and, and which is interesting because I'm curious to see how this is going to affect a lot what's going to go on especially at the beginning of the year because I know I noticed that is now AVN time. Of course, you got your thing up for the vote. People, people, please go vote for Miss Sarah. Thank Jackson. you. You know, period. And um, which is an exciting time of the year for the industry, even though this is going to be digital. Yep. You know, um, explain to everybody how important AVN is to the industry around this time. AVN is like cornerstone, you know, to the adult industry. Um not only do we it's it's kind of like our oscars of award shows but like mm -hmm. the convention which you know we haven't had one couple years now the yeah. avian convention is really important to us not only to exhibit to consumers like what we've been doing all year and what's coming up mm -hmm. for us you know we have like booths in vegas and stuff and then we get to meet all the fans which is a great you know opportunity for the fans but then also it's really important for our industry to have these shows because a lot of us mm -hmm. don't live in the same place. It's our mm -hmm. only chance we get to network. We get to, you know, work with people that, you know, like I live in Miami. So, mm -hmm. you know, unless I go to Vegas or go to LA, it's like one of those opportunities where like everybody's in the same spot and um, we can all mm -hmm. kind of like catch up and it gives us a chance to have <clears throat> business meetings and make new deals mm -hmm. and meet new companies and, it's it's kind of a big deal, you know. Um, the fact that it's been virtual the past couple of years, I mean, I appreciate it, but it also kind of sucks. 
Yeah. Yeah. But then, know, but then people still come to Vegas around this time just for just to be around to shoot content to network, even though it's digital. Uh no, I don't think so. <laughs> they probably I, like ain't no point. <laughs> yeah, like the whole point is like stay the fuck home because there's COVID out there, you know. Yeah. Um, there are there have been some other conventions that have been going on um mm-hmm. this year. And I'll be honest, I'm just not ready for people to touch me that close yet. Like, I, yeah, got, I, got, and... I, got really, I got really used to people not touching me in person, and I kind <laughs> of like it. And I'm not yeah. fully mentally ready for you to put your grubby paws all over my shoulders. Yeah, because <laughs> I know you start going to the exotica. If I remember the times when I saw you as the exotica. Right I'm not ready for this yet. Oh, man. People, y'all just don't. Her lines would just be ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> she, she, I know you at least see 100 to 200 people per day when you easy. do this out of cuts. Easy. Easy. I, I would say more than that, most likely. Like, probably so. I'm being nice with the 200. Yeah. Because <laughs> they be in line waiting like. like and I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on everybody saying everybody's got grubby paws and halitosis. But that's like literally yeah. where my mind goes. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. My immune system yeah. is, not, is not ready for this yet. Like, are we going to have plexiglass? Like, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, because, see, that's the biggest thing that I'm worried about with me. It's part of the reason why I haven't made no move to travel because, especially now I've caught this shit, it's kind of like, man, do I really want to go through this shit again? <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we all, like, have our different limitations and stuff. I've been traveling. Like, the traveling part mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. It's, like, mm-hmm. the people, like, really in my space, like, a lot of people in my space at one time, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, ooh, like, I don't know. I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's I, a lot of anxiety. Know, I it... myself, like, a cutoff, unless there's something, like, real crazy that happens that's mm-hmm. unforeseen. I'm going to start doing shows again in 2022, but I don't think I'm going to do all the shows that I used to do. Mm-hmm. I think um, I'm going to start tapering back a little bit because some of them are like unnecessary and like mm-hmm. after having, or like unnecessary for me. And then mm-hmm. after having like all these time off, you know, I've had like what, two years off of doing these conventions and stuff. Um kind of puts things into perspective and I go back to what I said again about learning in 2021 kind of like just evaluating Mm -hmm. things like you know I do like meeting the fans and stuff but some of these Mm -hmm. things might not be as cost effective as I would like them to be or Mm -hmm. um, you know maybe there's other things that I could be doing with my time that would be more beneficial Mm -hmm. to myself and maybe others you know so I'm just kind of like trying Mm -hmm. to like evaluate like all the things that I've just always done with air quotes you know like always always mm-hmm. i just want to like reevaluate everything and see if this is if it everything serves me you know so i'm trying to mm-hmm. um not like hold on to like habits that are not you know doing me justice mm-hmm. mm. if that makes any mm-hmm. sense you know oh no uh, it, no no i no, it make any sense it makes yeah. perfect sense because like, because example, especially... I mean, just to put but... an example out there you know we have several exotica shows every year and there's a bunch of other conventions to avn and xbiz and yada 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 and i used to try to hit all of them because i really like meeting the fans i really like networking Mm -hmm. i love being a part of the industry but Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna hit like probably half as many next year um Mm -hmm. because i feel like my time could be better spent uh doing other things sometimes Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you kind of built up the cachet that you're a special event, to say the least. Yeah. Because because it's kind of like, like for example, you like we all know that any Izaga you're gonna walk into, you guarantee you if if there was attendance, uh, majority of the motherfuckers is there for your ass. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. Honey. I didn't you... do any of the exoticas this year, and I think they mm-hmm. did all right without me. <laughs> oh, Trump! They probably would look at it like Sarah J hit it this this year. Oh man, this is bullshit. <laughs> uh, no, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of beautiful women and great talent mm-hmm. there. I'm I'm sure that everybody had fun. Yeah, but see, I I think with you, it's kind of like you're of a different level. Because it's it's like you're the closest thing to celebrity status when it comes to porn than any female I've seen, other than that of a Jenna Jameson well, or Liz Ann. You. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, because you're culturally relevant, and that's hard to do coming from the porn industry. You get where yeah. I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. So, um, but, I appreciate that. Thank you. I I'm very a humble person, so I try not to like think about myself too much. I just do me and like whatever happens happens, you know. Um mm-hmm. but it's as far as like cultural relevancy, like mm-hmm. I feel so much gratitude uh for that, you know, like it's not something mm-hmm. that I intended, but it's definitely uh something that's important to me. And I appreciate that. Um, You know, it's always been really important to me to Mm -hmm. not just enjoy myself, but to make sure that others enjoy themselves, which means Mm -hmm. that my co-stars and the people watching, I want to make sure everybody's having a good time here. It's just in my nature. Mm -hmm. And um, if I can do that in a way that doesn't make anybody feel any kind of negative feelings or slighted, or like if I can like, put some positivity into what we're seeing online and like what we're jerking off to. I'm going to do that. You know, that's important to me. Well, most definitely. And two, the other thing is I love the fact you wear heels. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I may say Thank you. I get sick and tired of seeing bare feet all the damn time. Maybe because I'm old school and I'm used to the old school way the girls they they wear the heels throughout the yeah. scene from beginning to end. You know, it's, uh, it's funny you say that because it's like it's definitely uh, something that sticks out in my mind because I've always mm-hmm. worn heels, and every now and then I'll be in, like I was just in a threesome last week. You know, I mm-hmm. shot a really hot scene with um, Monica Santiago and Ooh. Matt Turner. We finally got together after all these years, and yeah, Monica's shoes come oh. off like right away. Oh, oh. And, and oh, then I'm hold like, on, hold oh, on. like, you know what, we're going to throw some, so it'd probably look better if I take my shoes off. You ain't going to just skip at the fact that you just said Nat Turner, and I look up to these two. Please tell me how I was working with the great Nat Turner. Oh, uh, Nat Turner and I are friends, man. We've probably shot a hundred million scenes together. We've had some good times together. He's, he's, he's like, he's like my old school buddy, you know, like we've been around a long time, around the block a few times, you know, it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, like, you know, it's funny because, like, all three of us worked together at mm-hmm. around the same time period, but we never did anything together, you know? So, 
um, that was pretty fun. And it felt like I was bringing it back to 2009 or something, you know? Oh, snap. <laughs> so, so what kind of, was it just a regular threesome scene? Did have, tell us about the scene. Um, so interesting, if I may splurge. Um, well, please like, do, please do. I wasn't sure how good Monica's English was, right? And so um, we wrote a script that had like very little dialogue, right? And um, I was like, let's keep it like short and sweet because I'm not, like I'd never met Monica before. So I wasn't really mm -hmm. sure what her English was like. I don't want to make it hard just because we try to fuck, you know? So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, we, we all got together and Monica's English was not good. Like mm -hmm. she speaks four other languages but English is not one <laughs> up there with the other four. Wait, wait, you know, love her to death. She is like the hottest thing. Like, I'll be honest, like there's so many times where I was literally just shaking my head, looking at her like, Jesus Christ, this woman is hot, like ridiculously hot, you know, but mm -hmm. um, dialogue was not going to happen. Mm -hmm. At all, oh. not even like a little bit. Okay? <laughs> not so, even the slightest. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I took a moment and I was like, "Aha, okay, I have an idea." That means, and I've done this. You know, I'm a director, I'm a producer, so this is what I do: is I solve problems. <laughs> yeah, and, true. Um, you know, I've had this happen before uh, when we shot uh, the Wide Side International search uh, in Colombia. Mm -hmm. A lot of the Colombian girls didn't speak English. So what that means is that the person who does speak English needs to do all the talking, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so real quick, I was like, okay, I'm going to put something together. So me and Matt are a couple. We haven't been doing it as much as I, I want to be doing it. And I brought Monica over to spice up our relationship. Pal, Monica didn't even have to talk perfect so that's exactly what we did you know like Nat and I are sitting on the couch I'm trying to get his attention he's on his phone I'm like sir like I we haven't had sex enough I brought I have this idea and I take him into the bedroom bring Monica out the bathroom we're both in like matching lingerie we get it in Ooh. yeah at some point in time Monica says fuck my ass I was like oh that wasn't even planned but sure like do that yeah like, yes. I love it when a girl offers up anal when it's not, like, planned or in the script or something, you know? Like, yeah, she was just like, fuck my ass. And I was like, yeah, fuck her ass. Do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, she's oh asking my God. for it. Like, give it to her. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that was a damn smoking ass scene. It's Because I, I grew up on that Turner, and, man, he's a beast. He's, he's yeah. one of the legends. He's one of the guys that I look to coming in the game and stuff and everything. We've, yeah, like, I feel like we make a pretty decent tag team. Mm -hmm. Like, we've we've had some group sex once or twice. Oh, my goodness. See, <laughs> see this is the part where I hate that I retired because everyone just get to have fun. I, I have to watch. <laughs> okay. Interesting I have to watch. You said that, though. I was just speaking to a younger male performer um, the other day, and mm. he brought up the fact he felt like porn stars in my generation of porn had more fun. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I thought about it for a second because, you know, I didn't want to just be like, no, we didn't. You know, blah, blah, blah. I had to think about it for a second. I was like, it's quite possible, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. because back in the day, there was actually less money available for performers. But now, like, there's more money. It's a little bit more of a business. Everybody's a little bit more aware of that. Uh, and also the performers do a lot of shooting themselves and editing themselves and building up their brand themselves, the whole social media. It's a lot more work for a performer. And yeah. it's a lot more like businessy, I guess, now. Whereas mm. back in the day, I feel like, you know, you didn't make as much money and you also didn't have as many responsibilities, you know? Welcome back. From time to time, sometimes the. the, the... <laughs> no I just want to make sure that like we're back. Yeah, we're back. So, so basically what I was saying um, right before we cut out was that it's totally possible that we may have been having, because I also feel like the, the business, because it wasn't like a shit ton of money when you first started, yeah. is that like it attracted more people who were there because they like to fuck. Yeah. Whereas, and two also, and two, I think it was less porn stars and more people that was in the business than on the amateur level. You get what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you had more camaraderie there and you had more people to mix with that was on your level versus now. Yeah. No, I agree because um, at, you know, some point in time or maybe just like gradually porn and having a job in the sex industry, being a sex worker has become more and more accepted and more and more people have gotten in the industry because also there's mm. more and more money within the industry. And I, I think that you're right. That makes a larger group and it's hard to connect with everybody. It used to feel like when I started that we were like this tight little knit family. There was like a little East Coast family and a little West Coast family. And like I had mm-hmm. two families, you know, like. Yeah, because yeah, I spent I spent a lot of time in New York when I first started, and then I went out to like, you know, I lived in Vegas. I went out to LA, so it's like, yeah, you have two little bubbles of porn that I would just like bounce back and forth between. I would go to the East Coast, I would go to the West Coast, then I go back to the East Coast, and now it's like everybody's spread out all over the world. It's hard to like really solidly connect with, um, you know, as many people as before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's. But see, also, it's good that you also plugged in because then you also get to avoid the bullshit that a lot of people run into. Right. You know, period. Because I always hear that running into different producers, male talents that are not professional. Um, Trust me, I hear the hard stories all the time, what have you. So it's like, so with that being said, what's some tips you can give ladies to look out for the bullshit? Um... Wow, geez, there's so many. First of all, like, really always question who's at the other end of a message. Like, do not assume that you're actually dealing with the person that you think you're dealing with unless you've met them. Like, you should always be somewhat wary that the person on the other end is a lie. Like, Mm. I I feel like that's like the first step, you know, because like the first point of contact, be skeptical. Yeah, mm-hmm. ask, ask for references, maybe ask to do um, a Skype meeting or a Zoom meeting or something with them before you go to their, you know, hotel or location or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
there's a lot of people scamming people, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of scammers out there. Like I catch them all the time scamming people because into believing it's me, you know, wanting like gift cards and all this stuff, but it works mm-hmm. on us too. And mm-hmm. um, like, I just got a message from somebody on WhatsApp, which I don't know how they got my number, but it was like, they said they worked for ABN. Mm. You know, I know you don't work for ABN. Like <laughs> nobody that works for ABN would hit me up on WhatsApp. That's not the way that we connect, you know, like, first mm-hmm. of all, you're wrong. You don't work for ABN. Then like, mm-hmm. I also get one all the time that hits me on different platforms, says he's Greg Lansky. You are not mm-hmm. Greg Lansky. I've met Greg Lansky before. He shot mm-hmm. me before. We like he would not contact me on a platform. He would text me or he would have like his assistant text me or something. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you have to be like super skeptical of everything. Don't just assume that things don't need references. Everybody needs a reference. Like everybody. Like if yeah. I if if somebody hits me up and said said like, you know, my name's blah 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 and I work for Evil Angel. I would need to Google him. And then if I didn't find anything, I would need to like ask, you know, for some type of reference, like, you know, like, Oh, who else do you work with normally in the industry? You know, or like, because you need to need to just be aware there's like, and then the longer that porn has been online, it just made Mm -hmm. it easier for people to figure out how it works and they can like mimic and mock the way that like, things are booked and stuff too. So you just have to be super skeptical, double, triple check everything. And with that, yeah. always tell somebody where you're at, you know? Because the, the thing of it is, is that men, we ain't really got to worry about being scammed so much, but it's the women that, that really catches the scam more than anything else. I mean, because I think of- the state safety issue type scams, you know, are like obviously women and of course, trans women, often are victims of this kind of thing right but then Mm -hmm. like guys have to worry about the same scam that all of us have to worry about and that's like the financial scam yeah people are like cutting money off the top like always get your check direct from the company that's issuing the check and you pay the other people that are helping you you don't get they don't get paid first and then come to you and they pay you no 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 don't ever let that happen because that's like a straight way to just let somebody skim off the top that's Mm-hmm. more than they're supposed to you know mm-hmm. now now if i were to ask you about because you have a woman that has sponsors and what i find interesting is you know a lot of women don't get the opportunity to have sponsors you 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 uh do mental enhancement of course you have your own cb cbd and stuff like that how did you go through one, five, getting sponsors, and two, sifting through the ones that work for your brand. Um, Define sponsors for me. How are you defining sponsors? Well, sponsors, not necessarily sponsors, but you're a spokesmodel. Right. Okay. So with my CBD line, I'm actually not a spokesmodel for that. I came up with the products. I I actually own the company. So, nice. um, yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I actually really, really like it. And I'm looking forward to expanding into other products. You know, I've got all kinds of fun ideas. It's just like something that is, you know, near and dear to my heart. And I'm glad that I'm able to create products that people like. Mm-hmm. Um, but all like, as far as like other things, um, like as far as brand ambassadorship, like I do like the Vigor products, like the, um, mm-hmm. you know, 
they've got a series uh, that's like Ball and Chain and um, like Chainsaw. They've got a bunch of them. So those male enhancement products, they approached me. And that's just mm-hmm. like from me being me and also having as much social media following as I have. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's currency. Like mm-hmm. I existed before social media i existed Mm -hmm. before the internet even so it's um it's easy for me to see social media for what it is and it's a tool for business for me and when my name and my image and my um, brand and the things that i stand for are associated together online and they create a certain image and i'm able to get followers based on that image then that makes a product, you know, like that's mm-hmm. a valuable, like other companies see that and they're like, Oh, she's got a lot of reach, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially when you look at the, the analytics and you see that I'm like 95% men, pretty much any company that's selling a product that men would like, mm-hmm. that's probably a great you know market. So um, there's been also like companies that I've reached out to, and, you know, some companies it works out and some it doesn't. But I've had all kinds of different, um, you know, I guess, and brand yeah. ambassadorships. I've got, I've yeah. had a couple toys. Um, but, you know, it's it's because I've been working for 21 years, you know? Like, yeah. I, I hear a lot of these young people, not just girls, but people that are trying to build their social media so they can mm-hmm. get no and not only in our industry but in other industries too mm-hmm. and i'm like yo i've been doing this for 21 years so like you match I'm, I'm the one you know what i mean for sure yeah. like i don't i don't know how you're gonna work it with only having two or three years under your belt you're gonna have to like mm. hustle i don't know mm. but um it, it i used to do like a lot of like uh weed products and mm-hmm. um hemper had sent me some things and um zach woods and so like sometimes i'm approached sometimes i approach them just based on whether or not i like their products or not mm. Mm. so so when you go on set you film because we know that your reputation you're a beast on camera thank you you know period and your sexual appetite is very insatiable, especially for what I've seen on camera. Mm-hmm. How many times you done caught your male counterparts off guard with your sexual appetite? Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> okay, like, so obviously we're going to say this is all like first time I've ever had sex with these guys, right? Out of the okay. first time I've ever had sex with a guy, I would say. I feel like my reputation gets around and people are fans, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, it might not be as um, less as you think, except for the fact that you obviously, well, maybe you don't realize it as the listeners, maybe the listeners don't realize it, but a lot of times like you might be working with somebody that totally doesn't know who you are, you mm-hmm. know, like you have no awareness of each other at all. And that when that happens, I get a little kick out of it. To be honest with you, it's it, I would say, <laughs> yeah, I would say it's probably like thirty percent of the time that that happens, mm. and it's mm. fun, like because it's like, oh, you didn't know, 
You just thought I was like a thick girl with big boobs. You thought I was like a thick milf with big boobs, like just another thick milf with big boobs kind of thing. It's cool. Yeah, because it's cool. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they many of them know the reputation, but it's different between I know the reputation versus I'm experiencing the reputation. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I feel like there's two different approaches. It's like either like you know, they've got like a laundry list of like things and positions that they've been like dying to do with me and like they're ready to like totally show out or they're mm. like a little nervous and they're like I hope I can make it through this. <laughs> oh god. That that Yeah. It, I just find it just like funny because even when uh I was talent you know girls used to talk shit now I listen to them like all right keep talking that shit you're gonna be surprised in a minute <laughs> and then when I get a hold of it's on like a pile of neck bones uh. you know but it's but I think to me it's it's kind of like with you because you're naturally your sexuality is natural and organic that it, it probably just comes out effortlessly, it effortless, effort, effort, effortlessly, you know. Period. It's set, you know. Period. Yeah. And um, and it's kind of. I'm gonna ask you this: Do you lead the scene, or do the talent, do the male talent lead the scene? Oh, so like my personality is like switch, so I can go mm -hmm. either way. Like, but um, I feel like I try to like flow like water and also be the yin to your yang or the yang to your yin you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i i feel like that that's gonna make the scene the best you know so like mm -hmm. if um he's like a little bit more timid or submissive then i will totally be more aggressive you know like mm -hmm. but if he's more aggressive i will definitely happily be more submissive which you prefer the most i definitely switch but like i guess my favorites scenario would be like a strong dominant man that makes mm -hmm. me feel submissive like when mm -hmm. the whole thing about being submissive is like I'm always dominant but mm -hmm. if you allow me to be submissive and I allow you to be dominant that's very hot to me that kind of like it's it's a little bit hotter than any other situation, you know? Like, it feels like I'm, like, giving you my vulnerability and stepping out of, like, my comfort zone, you know? Letting you just, like, take mm. control. It's nice. Oh, my goodness. So have you done any BDSM scenes? Yeah, I've done a lot of BDSM. Okay. See, and see, I'll be missing out because I have yet to see... I've seen you with everything but that yet. That's the only thing I missed. Yeah, you might not have been looking for it. I've done all kind of weird stuff. Not mm -hmm. judging you, not judging anybody weird, but I'm just saying like yeah. things outside of boy girl sex and girl girl sex. And mm -hmm. yeah, um, I I did a lot of work for kink.com. Okay, okay, okay. I know That's some like extreme stuff, you know, but I've done like all kinds of stuff, everything from like weird, I don't say weird because I'm not fetish shaming, but interesting, <laughs> unique, different. Um, fetishes, you know, like um, I did one for where they like did breast and ass expansion and they made it look like my tits were like growing. Mm. Yeah, like all kind of interesting oh, stuff. I, I like doing that kind of stuff because it's like, okay, how did like it in the mm. psychologist to me is like, how did we get here? 
you know like mm-hmm. like what what made what made somebody think that like, this was like this made their dick hard you know like wow and it's fascinating to mm-hmm. me yeah because it's it's like with me it's like when i look at your scenes it's like watching a master at work Aww. you know um just the way that you work the camera the way that you move um your positioning whether it's a threesome scene, whether it's a boy-girl scene, or even a girl-girl scene. And um, and that's something that you teach your talents that work under you how to work the camera, and you give them tips on that? Yeah, I do. Um, It's pretty freaking important, especially for the guys to open up, which is why, you know, just pure physics alone, it's a little bit easier for a guy with a longer dick. Because he can like yeah. pull out and open to the camera a little bit better, right? But yeah. um, one of the things that I always tell people, because there's moments where your eyes are closed, or maybe somebody's sitting on your face, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you should always like, even when your eyes are closed, you can usually feel where the light is coming from. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're laying out in the sun, you can feel like which direction the sun is coming from. Am I wrong? True that. Okay, so. Always open up towards wherever the light's coming from. Mm. Like, yeah, because the main thing people don't realize is that we want you to look at the camera <laughs> because right. you're fucking the people through the camera. It ain't just you fucking him. Sometimes, you, you know, know, there's different it. types of porn. Sometimes, you know, it just you have to listen to what the director says when it comes to that. But you need to show the action. The action yeah. needs to be always pointed towards the camera. The camera... It's going to be right mm-hmm. in front of the light. So if you let your body lead you open up towards the light, you're going to be good. I see that you're also good reading. How important is that when it comes to a scene? I think that just comes with experience, you know? Like, I think the more, like, if you actually enjoy sex and you, the more you do it, the more you're like, oh, he yeah. didn't like that. You know, <laughs> or like, oh, he wants me to like bend over more, you know, like, I don't know. I have a lot of sex and I enjoy sex. So while I'm having sex, I'm actually mindful of the sex that I'm having at that moment. So I think about (laughs) things like that. You know, I think about Mm -hmm. like, like if my partner's enjoying this position and if my pussy Mm -hmm. should be a little wetter or like Mm -hmm. if my hair is in his face, like I'm constantly thinking about stuff like that Mm -hmm. while I'm having sex in between trying to have an orgasm, you know? <laughs> Wait, that, how many times have you had an orgasm on set? Oh, like, I tr- that's my, that's my, like, whole goal. Like, I want to make something that looks good, but I definitely need to come today. Like, I think of it as, like, mm. part of my pay. Like, if I don't come, I'm, like, a little annoyed, to be honest with you. See. I mean, I'm not like See, mad I, or anything, but it's like I feel yeah. like I didn't get. Oh, I didn't get. My oh no, tip. I understand because it's kind of like if a dude that don't nut, it, it, it's 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 no ending. You feel unfulfilled as hell. I'll be honest. I feel like it's not quite that bad, but yeah. it's like you know, you spend all these hours working on this mm. thing, and then I can't even actually make it happen. Instead, mm. I have to like fake it because. You know, it's too cold in the room or it's too hot in the room or like I was Mm -hmm. on a rock and I was actually uncomfortable the whole time or whatever. Like, that's the only reason why. And I get very frustrated about it. I'm like, 
I should have came and like mm-hmm. we like I, we just needed a few more minutes or like whatever like I needed the weather to be just like a little bit warmer a little bit colder mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever now I know this has happened to me have you ever got lost in the scene meaning that you literally forgot y'all was filming it was it was getting that good um I feel like I do that all the time like every scene but like but only for like a moment, like, because it's my job. So I got to like, yeah. but I think that that's also what makes my scenes look authentic is because I do get lost in the moment for a second. Like I'm really mm-hmm. trying to fuck this dude or this girl or whatever. And then I remember yeah. like, but then it goes through my head, the little checklist. It's like, like I'm trying to make her calm or make him calm or like calm myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, open up to the camera, open up to the light, uh, you know, like, How's my hair? Like I go through a little checklist for a second, you know, like, good. and then I'll go back to like being all wrapped up in the moment again. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, so I, I, I feel like that's that's kind time. of like constant. And to me, I think that makes a great scene. Is that and that also speaks to the chemistry between the talents that we get so caught up in the scene that we forget it's a camera there. Every time where I kick the camera by mistake, like literally kicked it. There's there's moments where I just don't care that there's a camera there. Like, I need need to get this nut out. You're going to have to wait a moment. Like, you're going to have to wait. This is going to take an extra 47 seconds. Hold on. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't have before. Girl got on top right. I said, look, we got to switch the dog. She's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm almost there. Hold Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, don't move, don't move, don't move. Oh, wait, wait, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you? This yeah. me, I want you to come on camera because it looks good. I think Especially- we all I think I think unless you're a dick, which I yeah. have had some dick producers and directors, like unless you're a dick, yes, everybody wants to see you actually come. Yeah. Yes. Please. Yeah, cause I'm sorry. It ain't nothing like watching that girl, her legs shaking and quivering. Ain't nothing <laughs> like the real thing, baby. She's shivering. She's looking at you like, what the fuck? Got look at you like you a demon out of this bitch. Like, huh, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> I swear I missed the days of shooting, man. Because I think to me, I what I got the kick out of was the finished product and how good it looked and how good me and her looked. You know, period. You know, because it one first thing I had to break myself up was actually looking at myself. That was the first thing. Yeah, I'll be honest. I I have to do it every now and then, but I try to avoid it. I I like. Yeah. I I do not like to edit my own scenes. I usually have other people do that because I don't like to look at myself. I don't watch my my movies. Uh (laughs) Would you be too critical of yourself? Oh, it would be like I'll be honest. There's nothing positive that would come from that. There's nothing positive. There's nothing positive that would come from that. She'd be like, "Why did I look like that?" God, you know, what was I, I thinking? Feeling self conscious while I was doing my scenes. So being self conscious is not confident. Yeah. And that's not sexy. Like I don't want to look at my scenes really. Like, mm-mm. no. Mm. Like I would. De- I'm definitely too critical and like way too hard on myself. And mm. I know that part of like the reason that people enjoy watching me have sex is because I'm actually enjoying the sex and I'm afraid if I'm too critical to myself, I won't enjoy the sex anymore. And then I'll just be like, so hyper-focused on like sucking in my gut and like, 
making mm. sure that like you know i don't flex my butt cheeks or some shit you know like mm-hmm. just d- dumb shit just fucking get off it's just great everybody's gonna love the realness that you just got off on this person you know like i just don't like to yeah. watch it i really don't i i'll i go through them i qc them right so like i'll go through them but i do it like really quickly <laughs> like, like yeah i just like i like fast forward and i'll stop and i'll watch just a couple seconds of it and then i'll just like fast forward a while and like go to the next part just to make sure everything's cool like and i check out the transitions and then i'm like mm. yeah no i don't want to focus up on that oh, <laughs> that is it, it's funny that we do not as much as we love being watched we don't like watching ourselves <laughs> I yeah, no, I, I, yeah, same. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I even think that that's what allows me to enjoy being watched because yeah. I don't like if I would if I was constantly focusing on all these things that I see that I don't see because my eyes are in front and not behind me, you know, mm-hmm. like all these other things. Like, there's no way that I would feel as comfortable doing the things that I do. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that I can share that with the world. <laughs> oh, most definitely. And, and 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 to the other thing, I love I love watching you ride, Dick. I'm sorry, yeah. I love the way you ride, Dick. You just so so perfectly <laughs> with that fat ass of yours and everything. And and, and also your insatiable appetite for sucking dick. I know you you talk about how much you love sucking dick too. I really do. And everything. And. Um, which I'm pretty sure the talents enjoy when you do that part of the scene. Cause, <laughs> Cause I'm sorry, there's nothing better than a woman that loves you, to suck dick, sucking your dick. I'm sorry. That's you know, I think you, you asked a question earlier about catching talent off guard. Yeah. Like, that's it, man. Like, that's the part. That's the part that fits that question right there, the blowjob. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been so many talent that, like, had no, they might know me, they might know of me, but they might have seen me, but they had no idea that it was going to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And they are just like, holy shit. <laughs> I've had so yeah. many people compare me to Nina Hartley, like old school people and stuff. And like mm. people that have had Nina Hartley, we have been blessed to have Nina Hartley suck their dick. It's like, wow, the mm. only person that you're like up there with is Nina Hartley. And I'm like, oh, I'm so honored. Um, I know she's very passionate about sucking dick as well. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's. that's- Female, you better be passionate about that because that's one thing your ass gonna do on set, and a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a it's a major problem. Yeah, because it's a major because problem to, if you don't if you um yeah if you don't enjoy it, you know, like you you might as well just like enjoy it. But I've always yeah. enjoyed it. That's I I had a lot of blowjob experience before I actually lost my virginity. <laughs> oh, God. Wait a second. She was sucking dick before she got fucked by one. That's For interesting. Sure. So I was eating pussy before I got some pussy, so I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> my first sexual experience was eating pussy. Um, <laughs> cool. I think mine, I mean, besides making out, I think mine was like finger banging. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that has been a lost art. They don't even do that no more. Oh man, no! I vote to bring it back. Like I, I think I've been bringing it back in my personal life. To be honest with you, bring it back, finger bang. Yeah, yes. finger bang was the shit. I'm sorry, there was nothing better than that. That actually, that really prerequisite the fuck. To be honest with you, because it really got the pussy wet. 
Yeah, it still does. It didn't. It, it yeah. never stopped getting the pussy wet. Yes, I was saying debate no more. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm like not only that, but you might as well make me calm before you stick your dick in me, just in case. Especially if this is the first. Time. <laughs> you might as well make me calm before you stick your dick in me, because what if your dick doesn't make me calm? It could happen. True. True that. It could true happen. That, like, go that. ahead, finger. Like, and also you need practice finger banging because, like, yeah. It's not something that just everybody can do right off the grip. So you might as well finger bang everybody and get some practice in. And it's a part of foreplay. Yes. You know, because I I still want to finger bang and I'm in my 40s. What they tell you? I I, I like doing that. Kissing, fingering the coochie, then go down and eat. (laughs) Listen to this. He knows what he's talking about. (laughs) See, that's why I hate me and you because it'd be scary me and you ever did work together because I believe we would make some banging ass scenes together. Probably, probably, uh, most definitely, cause shit, cause just your your energy and my energy alone, hell yeah, should that be a strong thirty minutes? <laughs> <laughs> she did, she did, did two ride sequences within the scene. Trust me, it would go, it would go down, it would go down, you know. Period. Yeah, because to me, I I like females that are intense sexually. This that's the best sex to me, intense. We go yeah, hard, I also you know. Think it makes for good porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like because because that, like are intense sexually and they have that like slutty, hot, dirty look. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I want to see you sweat. Damn it, that's the point. I want to mess and up I your hair. Probably won't come on your face at the end. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. Ain't no point to a fuck scene. Her hair still look as good as it was when she walked in, dog. You didn't do a good job. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you were doing. <laughs> oh my god! See this. This is why I love talking to a vet because see, I can talk about stuff that rookies just don't understand. Y'all, y'all just don't understand. It, it's 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 a certain look you want to have with that scene. It's a certain intensity, you know, and and even a vibe that yeah. they can feel through the screen when watching. You know, yeah. and a lot of people don't even understand it because you can feel energy through the screen. You know. Yeah, now there's like, you know, so many different kinds of sex workers, content creators, that there's like all different people doing all different kinds of stuff. You can't even categorize porn anymore. It's just no. like adult content, big umbrella of adult content. But do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I think it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I do. I think it's a great thing. So many people have had the opportunity to make shit ton of money in the adult community, mm-hmm. um, doing their thing. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it also allows people to... I always think about like the big picture, like worldly, right? So like, as far as the war war on adult content, this actually having all these different platforms accessible to people and people not really thinking it's such a bad thing to get naked online, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to create their own limits for where they mm-hmm. want to draw their line, whether it's mm-hmm. a campsite or, you know, something like a channel like OnlyFans or something. Um, that has made a lot of people think uh, differently about adult content, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
and maybe yeah. just maybe be a little bit more accepting and mm -hmm. maybe just maybe when it comes time to uh, you know, vote on things, things will go our way a little bit more frequently. You know, I just saw that uh, OnlyFans hired a lobbyist for um, their channel and like social media. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, like, you know, our industry has always been so um, taboo, almost mm -hmm. like at times illegal completely. And mm -hmm. even at the times when it's not illegal, it's like looks so down upon that we're like constantly. Um, like denied access to like common things that other people can get. Mm -hmm. Like I could never get a business loan. Like, mm -hmm. come on now. Like I could, I, and also th things like, you know, having scrutiny on social media accounts and, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I've had bank accounts closed because of what I do for a living. I didn't even do anything wrong. And it, it's actually harder for me to get approved for things like merchant accounts and stuff like that because my industry is high risk and mm -hmm. just little things like that, you know, <clears throat> which is crazy because our profession is mentioned in the employment guide of the United States. So yeah. it's just considered a legal profession and taxable, but yeah. based off morality and yeah. I, I wish I could see my air quotes morality yeah. It's looked down upon, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That it's, it's we're, being not this, we're not afforded the same rights as other people that work other jobs. Yeah, which is kind of messed up because our job is a job. Yeah. You know, we, we have to be. We entertain people sexually. Yeah. Like, we, we know different actors and actresses. Just like maybe a comedian might entertain people by making them laugh. Or like, you know, actress might entertain somebody by making a movie or maybe a documentarian might, you know, we, we have our niche and that is mm -hmm. sexual content, sexual adult mm -hmm. content. And um, I don't see why it should be viewed any other way, except for the fact that there's like this whole, you know, religion thing that's like hooked up with <laughs> our government, you know? That part uh, where like a lot of religious groups and stuff lobby and have, you know, all these political moves and support, yeah, yeah bills against us and stuff. So the more people that we can have involved in the adult community, I think the better is what I'm trying to say. And I also think that it's good for people mentally um, to be able to have different thoughts about sexuality in general yes. and to have thoughts about sexuality, have different kinds of thoughts about sexuality than maybe they're used to having, having to deal with different types of things like that. Maybe their daughter has an OnlyFans account or maybe they thought mm -hmm. about having an OnlyFans account with their wife, you know, like mm -hmm. all different kinds of shit or maybe putting up some shit on Pornhub or like whatever mm -hmm. or camming lots of couples cam and stuff too. And um, mm -hmm. it makes people really like, there, I, I think there's a lot less judgmental people and the people that are super judgmental are, are outed pretty quickly as well. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know. Do you think it's crazy that people still walk to this business shamed? That people what? Still walk to this business shamed of what um, they're doing. I don't think, I don't, you know, it all depends on like where you come from and your environment and how you're raised. And mm. I think it's, shitty that we still have so many restrictions against us when we're a legal business but um mm. i can understand why somebody would 
like be shamed by their community because mm-hmm. not all communities mm-hmm. are the same. They're just not. Mm-hmm. I think it's stupid, yes, but yeah. <laughs> I can understand that it happens. Yeah. Like, the reason why I say that you. is because when you're shamed and you walk into the, especially this profession, it hinders you from growing in the profession. You know, because you're yeah, worried about no, being found out. Right, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you 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 you're worried about being found out. You're worried about this. I don't have yeah. girls sit here and worry about babies they ain't even had yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there no, like no, you no, ain't had a sure. kid yet. You, and you, you worried about the child. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what limits a lot of people's like career though. Like Mm-hmm. you know just like you said instead of being in the industry for 20 years like myself and not everybody has the same goals though either maybe you don't want to be in porn for 20 years maybe mm-hmm. to you that it's just a stepping stone and you only want to be in porn a short time mm-hmm. or maybe you know you could just get burnt out after like a year and a half because you know you didn't um yeah you didn't really like want to work this hard and you know what I mean? It's like it wasn't yeah. what you expected or whatever. But why do people come in with the misconception? Because it's I admit that okay, yeah, there's not a lot of educational material per se for when it comes to porn. But it's like when I look at someone that let's say go into music, they're thinking yeah. long term when they walk into music. When they become an actor or actress for Hollywood, they're thinking long term. You feel me? It's like porn is the only profession no one walks in thinking long term sometimes. Why I don't want to say no one, but it is it is very, very few, right? Yeah. And I think that because it doesn't require a strong like it doesn't require a skill and it also <laughs> doesn't require like an education. Mm-hmm. Um just like stripping you know Mm -hmm. uh but like if you think about a lot of other things they require some sort type of licensing or uh like even um, a certification or like something you know but it's Mm -hmm. one of that it also because of that it's you know a haven for sex trafficking too you know yeah there's plenty of talent i've met that had pimps and stuff, so which is which is crazy because like e- Although, even I when know. I think I hate of- using those terms together, pimps and sex trafficking. Because like <laughs> I re- no, like because like I don't know. I just don't always feel like e- those words should paint the same picture. Those words mm-hmm. feel like very different pictures to me. Yeah, actually, because it's kind of like what ends up happening is. They try to lump in the people that are being forced to the people they chose. Right. And, and, yeah. and it's kind of messed up because. But it is a fine line. It's a fucking fine yeah. line. And sometimes we can't always decide that fine line there. I feel like it's a very fine line sometimes. Yeah. Very, yeah. very fine line. But it's a big, it's a big gradient of like what could happen on one end of that versus what could happen on the other end of that. Mm-hmm. I you know, I got locked up when I was like 20 and I was locked up with all these girls that had pimps and I just really didn't get it until then. And I was like, no, you guys actually need pimps though. (laughs) (laughs) He said them hoes need some guidance. That's what you said. And then, you know, like 
there's things as nice pimps. I've met nice pimps before and yeah. he just kind of like babysits these broads, you know, mm-hmm. because they need babysitting. Like some, some people did not grow up with all of the key components to like raise mm-hmm. themselves. And mm-hmm. actually like it, as long as they're like not mistreated, like I mm-hmm. kind of feel like they're some hoes need some guidance sometimes. Whoa. You know, they, need somebody, they they do need somebody to manage their bank account because they might not have any money unless they yeah. did, you know? Or they'll fuck they, it up. Yeah, or they fuck it up, like, or, you know, or they lose it. Like, if they mm. didn't have to, like, turn it into somebody, they'd forget where they put it, you know? Mm. Like, stupid shit like that. There's girls like that out there, and I'm not saying all girls oh, trust me, I know. are some, you know? There's some, like... It amazes me. And sometimes those girls show up on set and you you recognize it right away after dealing with it for a while and you're like, oh, yeah, you're a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need a pill. <laughs> you like, need a pill. The only thing that's keeping your anything together is this, this guy on the phone that says he's your manager. That guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Need a pill. And they yeah. need management. You know, because a lot of people don't know how to navigate this business or be professional. And they kind of need that guidance, period. You know, they're just being honest. So now I see that you do webcamming. So how does webcamming work for you? Because I'm pretty sure you don't do it to the level that the average webcamming does it to. And you probably don't have to. No, my situation's totally different. And I've, I've, let's put it this way. The first time that I ever webcammed, I was mm-hmm. in a cam house in Las Vegas around 2002. Mm-hmm. That was the first time yeah. that I ever webcammed. I used to get off hey. work strip. Yes, yeah, so long ago. Like, I had to be explained what a, like, it, this was a brand new thing. Like, this was a brand new thing, you know? Like, yeah, too bad. Yeah, yeah, it was brand new. How came out? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I used to strip, like, I lived in Vegas, so I would strip until, like, 6 a.m., and then I would go webcam at this webcam house from 6 to 10 in the mm. morning. And so I have, like, webcammed numerous times, but I have never, like, stuck with it um, mm. until uh, I started camming for Cam Soda. Um, I cam with Cam Soda for the past like six years. They, I basically do a show a week, and mm. um, yeah, I'm just contracted with them. And it's great because like it's just fun and not stressful, and it's I get to do it from home. You know, um, mm. I really enjoy like the way they have it set up on there. They have like lots of games to play to keep it like interesting, and. Uh, yeah, it's like it's a whole lot better than just like, you know, coming on and having to like pull shit out of your ass, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like I don't mean that literally, but like, you know what I mean? Just yeah, it's more structured. They have a lot of different structures that you can like, mm-hmm. you know, play with on there and stuff, tip mm-hmm. goals and stuff. And um, so, yeah, I go on there every week. And then I also have webcam that's built into my official site, sarahj.com. It's, I've always had. So, like, if you're a member mm. of sarahj.com, you get to see me for one hour live every week. And oh, that's snap. a free show. It just comes with your membership. 
And uh, you also, with your membership, you get like 50 other websites and then all of them have the same one hour show on there mm. too. So it's like a whole bunch of camming really, but it's oh, set up yeah. like a schedule, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because cause yeah, I know that you webcam and I'm pretty sure that well, one, because the cash that you've been over the years, you don't have to stay on the webcam as many hours as the average girl probably would have to. Oh, and, I get and books, you, like, yeah, I get books but, for shows. Like I was just gonna mm -hmm. say, like like Cam Soda, the contract I have with Cam Soda, I get books for shows. So nice. um, my I go on for an hour and a half at a time. I go on an Ooh. hour and a half show every week, mm. and it's like, yes. um, yeah, it's very structured and it's it's fun and easy and i like yeah i love it oh most definitely well see see that people that let you know right there that she didn't put in work to the point that all she got to do is one hour a week and y'all hooked that speaks volumes <laughs> that that tells you a lot right there see that's why it's good to be sarah j <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed talking to you, Miss Lady. I swear, and I definitely want to bring you back again if you were to come back. I just love talking to you. You, it, well, it makes my you. day. I appreciate it. No doubt. So tell everybody where they can spend money on you, baby. <laughs> well, the one-stop Sarah J shop is uh, sarahjlinks.com, and that will take you to like all my channels, all the cool places where I sell my content, where I sell merchandise, where mm -hmm. um, you can follow me on social medias and check out my YouTube channel. It's all in one place, sarahjlinks.com. No doubt. Now, the question I'm going to ask before you go is, God, I know you've been looking at the new faces and stuff. Who's some of the people that you've seen that got that it factor that you've been looking at and been following um. Hmm. No, there's a male talent. There's a female talent. You like, yeah, she. Right. She got. She got potential. <laughs> so we've been shooting. We've been shooting Maze a lot. Maze okay. the goat. Yeah, he's a great performer. He like always is like. Exactly what we need him to be, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sorry, <laughs> Somebody no, it's all good. I need ball back there. They having a the ball. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna bark. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, That's all good. I got a dog myself, so I know what it's like. Yeah, I don't know if she's gonna stop. I'll be honest with you. She's she's only like five months. <laughs> <laughs> she ran the um, play. Right. So, what was the question? <laughs> nah, you, you, you were saying Maze. You, you Maze the Great. Oh, or right. You... Maze the goat. Um, goat. We've been shooting him a lot recently. Um, you know, he's been in the game a couple of years, but he's still new to somebody who's like been in at 21, you know, right? Um, mm -hmm. let's, let's see. Uh, Vienna Black. We've shot her a few times recently. Ooh. Super hot um, young girl, uh, Hazel Grace. I, yeah, mm. Hazel Grace. Yep, shot her recently. I'm trying to think of the youngsters, you know? The youngsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
the youngsters. Yeah, you know, we shoot a lot of MILFs. Um, so it's mostly mm -hmm. people that you're familiar with. Uh, yeah. You know, we just shot Kehlani, Kehlani Kai recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, always shooting Maggie Green and Karen Fisher. But um, it's it's great when we get some, like, young girls with some, like, young, vibrant energy that are, like, mm -hmm. really hot, you know. Um, even, mm -hmm. like, Carmela Clutch, who I personally feel like, depending on the day, some days she looks, like, a little older and some days she looks, like, a little younger. But she, her, mm -hmm. like, vibe is so hot. I love shooting her as well. She's got, like, such a dirty, slutty, like... Mm, she's got a... Yeah, she turns me on looking at her. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's what I'm so talking it's, about. It's, it's cool being in, in the position that I'm in because, you know, I get to do um, all the casting and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And the beauty of it, you want to work with. Exactly. See, that's the beauty of being a boss. Mm -hmm. I get to who I work with. And that's what it comes down to. So all I know is I can't wait to meet you face to face. I can't <laughs> wait for Absolutely. I, I won't hug you too hard, you know, because I don't want your bodyguard to choke me up because that's a big dude. So hey, you just have to ask first. <laughs> oh, I'm a southern gentleman. I always <laughs> ask first. I never I never just go hug. I'm like, can I get a hug? You know, you would you'd be surprised people do. Well, they're not gentlemen, is that why? That's why I got Willie there. That's that's why Willie's there. <laughs> Shouts out to Willie. Thank you for making that sexy lady safe, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, people, you know how we end this. And she will be back. So, for all you Sarah J fans, you J-Birds, she'll be back. We'll let you know Thank when. Thank you. So, so, with that being said, you know how we end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? We didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming, baby. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right